at 6.160 megahertz. This is WBCQ, Monticello, Maine, America. Another foreign night broadcast from shortwave and internet. That's right. You're on the International. That's very disturbing. Blow it out your ass! Come on, man. All right, crank it up. It is your extravaganza. He's staged trying to get the microphone level exactly precisely correct. When it comes to getting it exactly precisely correct, nobody does it. Be it politically, culturally, or otherwise, deny the lightning guy! Wishing you a happy Mother's Day! I'm that mother, yes, I'm John P. Lightning, with the emphasis on the P, because my bladder ain't aging well, along with the rest of it. Yes, it is Mom's Day. It's the one day of the year Samuel L. Jackson edits his standard greeting to one and all. And I, for one, I, I do not have any investment in the day. Because my mom remains rather dead. Colder now than she was when she was alive. Well, maybe not. And it's not that I didn't love her. I did. But I've always been prone to making bad life decisions. What? If I could be so bold as to expect you to consider me such, raise your glass in a toast to all the moms on Mom's Day. Hey, it's good to hear your voice, Johnny. It's been a long time. It's been mere. It's been. It's been two weeks since most of you probably has heard my voice, and uh, it's been more like a, It's. It's been six months since I've raised a glass to anything. God damn! Although I have now officially been high, officially high, six times this year. That's right. I've fallen off the wagon big time. Considering that uh, we are in May, isn't it? Isn't it the month of May? But uh, I would even uh, lift a glass in a toast to all those moms out there on Mom's Day. And uh, if, uh, well, if those moms didn't drink a stiff one before conceiving you, they uh, they certainly uh, had a stiff one while conceiving you. Yes, indeed, folks. Now you know it's John Lennon. You know, someone went to ask my mom. Someone, and, and, of course, I heard this second or third hand. Supposedly, someone asked my mom if she, if she could go back in time and not have conceived me would she have not conceived me? To which, allegedly, she replied, like, you really needed to ask? 
typical of my mom. Yes, indeed, folks. It could be a, a and hopefully it is for you, or at least your mom, if if you have a mom, or or uh, if if you don't have a mom, it doesn't matter. Even if you did have a mom, I hope. Uh, well, I, I I can't hope she's having a lovely day because. I don't believe that after one is gone from this from this mortal coil, there's anything beyond this. So, fuck it. You have a happy mom's day in her place, all right, Pally? It's a lovely day. We And it's hopefully also a happy and very exciting mommy's day. Happy Mother's Day. Oh, that was so cute. And uh, it doesn't get much cuter than the lightning got. Yeah, no, you know, that's a that's a, a crock of shit. Let's see. What else have we got to do here tonight? Uh, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not really sure. Uh, but I'll, I'll figure it out over the course of the remaining almost three hours of the show, you know, as you are the a little bit of everything radio extravaganza. Yes, indeed. Emanating from my broadcasting bunker here in the nation of dystopia, I am. The Enlightening Lightning Guy, John P. Lightning, bringing you your bi-weekly dose of the truth, uh, of uh, some, some facts, and of course, more, more important than anything else, the jingles you need, else you drop the fuck dead from the lack of all those aforementioned essentials. Yeah, they are essentials, and uh, I'll be providing them, and I'll also be providing the intellectual nutrients you need from now until about 10 minutes from now. <laughs> By that point, I'm figuring I'm already going to be out of witty, snarky, and otherwise wise-ass comments. And there, I should have uh, re-glued my teeth in before I opened up the microphone. And by the way, by the way, for somebody that asked, I, I haven't been getting that many emails in, in, in the off weeks uh, between shows of late. What the fuck's wrong with you people? Thank goodness for, for Brother Green. If it wasn't for him, uh, in part, I wouldn't have a show tonight. Uh, uh, but we are remaining yes we do remain ai free right i can guarantee you next to nothing on the average but rest with great assuredness significant assuredness either what what just happened there okay uh i'll never be using ai to write the show uh, i've even had uh, one or two people suggest I do that. Yeah, you, know, oh, you don't have a show. You haven't been able to write anything this week. You have writer's block, whatever the problem might be. That's what AI is for. That's what that uh, that chat GBQ or BCQ, whatever the fuck it is. That's what people are using it for now. That's what mainly students are using it for to write the term papers and uh, and other required essential paperwork for their school projects that otherwise they would never be able to hand in because, well, probably half of them can't even write very well. But somehow, not only, well, not only is that wrong and, and, and lazy, it's lazy. Somehow, that seems just way too lazy, even for a cur like I, the lightning guy. Indeed, it would seem to me, it, it, would, it would be as though I was cheating on you if I turned my writing chores over to AI. Because, to me, that's taking the easy AI way out. So, AI-assisted scripting, no thank you. About the only thing I can guarantee you of, <laughs> no thank you, never happening here. Although... 
when I need like a quick voiceover, an AI voice will do. You know, if I need a couple of words that I don't already have, have some AI guy have done for me, yeah, I'll go to the AI route. But I am also currently using the voice talents of six different actual voices. Real voices provided by real people based on the real MP3 files and scripting that I send to them. But say, for example, oh, if I need a WBCQ top of the hour, and I, I don't want to be the voice doing at 6.160, da 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 I will use AI. Because when you need a voiceover for what is known as broadcast use, the fees go up significantly. All of a sudden, there are contractual obligations. I, I, I'm, I'm assuming, you know, I, I, I'm, I just tried to combine two words. I'm assuming it's a union problem or a union situation. A union problem for the union because I'm not paying the fucking union because I am using voiceovers that I had done for me uh, that the people that did those voiceovers, they probably think I'm using them only on the internet or only for podcasting. <laughs> yeah, I never mentioned WBCQ at all when I have voice work done. Which is possibly cheating some union out of easily pennies. But sorry, when I need a WBCQ ID, AI, here I come. Otherwise, AI voices are non-starters here. But, you know, I'm not not going into contract because, well, uh, how often are you going to use this and on what station and what's the listenership and fuck out of here. And now I'm getting scared because I've been reading about advanced AI which to me could be on a par with advanced cancer. Not something I want. (laughs) All right? And I do have here somewhere, I'll find it. I don't know why I'm looking over there. It should be on this screen. Uh, I do have an example of the type of audio, the type of AI that can only result in nothing that's good. Uh, For example, I've got this soundbite here. It sure sounds, sounds, like it's Joe Biden. But Joe is making some un-Biden-like comments. So now you will be able to hear and even see for yourself what looks to be proof, proof of things people never did or said, which is why in part I believe more and more we're fucking doomed. All right, listen to Joe Henny Youngman Biden. It's John Lightning. You're such a douchebag. Hey! Shortwave and internet. You're on the planet. How do you bring a Republican to their knees? Paint your dick orange. (laughs) How can a black man change a Republican politician's views on abortion? Get his wife pregnant. How many Republicans does it take to screw in a light bulb? None. They only screw the poor. tonight good heavens see what i mean it sounds pretty much it's it sounds like joe biden saying things that joe biden would never say well at least publicly so advanced ai to me is is kind of scary because people are going to be exposed to fake video and audio and a lot of them 
particularly if it's something they want to believe, they're going to take it at face value, especially in those cases where it supports their politics or their particular narrative. And people will be like, well, wait, 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 hold it. It's right here on YouTube. Watch it again. You could clearly see Biden fall into the lake or Trump with an entire roll of toilet paper stuck to his shoe this time. It didn't bother me. Yeah, yeah, probably made you look taller. Fake news, folks, fake news for real. It is really coming. And of course, while most of the fakers will likely be exposed as such at some point, Many are never going to realize that. The damage will be done. The faked audio and or video uh, will have been seen by millions. And the reports of it being faked may reach some of those millions, but in all likelihood, not most. Not most. So it's going to be like, look, look, Joe Biden fell down all of the stairs going into Air Force One. And then the Secret Service guy kicked him in the groin. Of course, it's got to be true. Look, watch it again. Deep fakes are going to change the world. And damn right, not in a positive direction. But regardless, folks, hey, I shouldn't be the harbinger of bad news. It's Mommy's Day. A very happy and joyous Mother's Day is what I hope this day has been to all of you mothers. All of you mothers of all sexes and genders. Yeah. Uh, even even those of you that are confused. I mean, some some people that are uh, celebrating Mother's Day uh, today, uh, tomorrow, if it was tomorrow, they might not be able to because their calendar calls for them to be a completely different sex. <laughs> so celebrate, mothers! on what sex you're identifying as on any particular night. This night, it's 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 John P. Lightning time. What could be possibly better in your life? Shut the fuck up. I'm sure. Yeah, somebody's saying that. Many things, asshole. Uh-huh. Well, again, to all of you mothers of all sexes and genders, I hope you've had a swell Mother's Day. And of course, people keep confusing gender with one's biological sex. As a matter of fact, fuck, so do I of late. But of course, 
I know now, gender is a construct. It is fungible and open to interpretation. And therein lies the problem. Yes, the problem. We are well into the age. We're defining what a woman is. Yeah, was it that Matt Walsh scumbag? Uh, his wife did that at, at the end of his uh, <clears throat> documentary there. And I actually think she pretty much got it right. Yes, yes, a woman is a, a biological female, or however she described herself. Uh, defining a woman now is, uh, is, is something that you've got to be real careful about doing. And the fact that defining what a woman is is now confusing, only serves as proof of how silly, how silly a people we have become in our generally well-intended efforts, efforts to be inclusive. I mean, she won't accept that anyone can identify as a woman, even the fat bearded guy with an untuckable bulge who has the right to use the woman's restroom. I mean, come on. Come on. Not all trans people look like Blair White, who does look good. Oh, yeah, I would, uh, I would, uh, I would do whatever Blair White wanted me to do to her. And yes, her. But uh, she speaks like a fucking idiot. I mean, really, uh, a finer example, uh, and if you've never seen Blair White, look her up online and you'll say, hey, hey, hey. Oh, no, maybe I shouldn't do him. Uh, and, and besides, we got a soundbite that we normally play when we have to do him. And unfortunately, I don't know where the hell it is right now or else I'd play it. Ah, this show is always a mess. But that's what you expect from the a little bit of everything. Uh, the uh, What is it? Uh, Radio Extravaganza, right? Right? Right. Thank you very much. Okay, we just managed to figure that out in time. No, Blair White is a trans person that really really looks fine but she is an excellent example of a trans person who does nothing to enable but instead demean other trans people and I can't think of who those other trans people are at the moment but uh, you know then I will get told I'm a bad guy I've been told I'm a bad guy for making comments like, hey, you know, if you're trans, pick a gender and stay with it. Stay with it for a while. You know, just don't try it on and say, I'm not sure. Let's see what else we've got here in the closet. You know, I've done that shtick. You know, I've done the, I identify as a, a matter of fact, you should know that until 10 p.m. this evening, although I might not sound the part, I'm identifying as a black 16-year-old woman named Taranika only until 10 o'clock. And then I'm identifying as a Murphy bed. I don't know why. Why a Murphy bed? I really don't know. But at least someone could lay me in me under those circumstances. But this trying on different genders like their fucking garments seems to be the purview of people who are a little off. Just a little off you know what I mean. And I do not have a gender, uh, uh, well, uh, a gender agenda, I, I guess. Be who you are. It doesn't bother me. Don't care. Be who you are or who you want to be, but be consistent. Try go. Am I asking for too much asking that? I think not, pal. I think not. Particularly in an, in an America where uh, we continue to go down the, well, we, 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 we continue to go down the black hole, and no, that has nothing to do with uh, with, with uh, who and what I am until ten o'clock. We continue to go down the, this, this black hole of of doom because seven percent by seven percent, Donald Trump 
currently leads Joe Biden. Meaning, if uh, if the election was held tomorrow, well, Tuesday actually, that would have to be, Donald Trump would go from being President A45 to 47. And the thought of that, the thought that there are potentially, possibly enough putzes in this nation to put this prick back into the Oval should scare you, should scare you. It can happen here. And that, that prospect really fucking scares me. It can't happen here. Yeah, right, sure. It can't happen here. I've heard that before, pal. I'm telling you, my dear, that it can happen here because I've been checking it out well, baby. Yeah. I checked it out a couple of times mm-hmm. and I'm telling you it can't happen here oh darling it's important that you believe me bop, 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 that it can't happen here it can't happen here can't happen here can't happen here. What is this? What the fuck is this? Hold on a second. Hold up. England's finest. See, it did that weird thing again. <laughs> I'll never understand why it does that particularly weird thing that it just did there. Where where it went from the ending of uh, of, of this zap a bit. By the way, I think it was like 1969, 1970. Uh, when I when I purchased my first uh, Mothers of Invention record, which was Mother Mania, which was a best of collection. At that point, they only had out like two albums, and pretty much nobody knew who the fuck they were. But uh, I know you don't care. But uh, it went from this to England's finest. I need a new computer. Well, actually, I have a new computer, but I don't have it all set up for broadcasting use yet. And at the rate I'm going, might never get around to it. But look at these. It's fucking neat. When uh, I. All right, hold on. I'm, 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 I'm trying to read this, and uh, wow. Wow. This, uh, this just came in from... Oh, fuck. From BCQ Management. All right, I had heard the rumors. I had heard the rumors about BCQ Management doing something different with 6.160 frequency, and it seems now... I've already made a mistake tonight that could cost me my airtime by not doing the show open I was supposed to do because WBCQ is moving in a significantly different position programming-wise. And if I want to stay on WBCQ, I guess I have to. I guess... uh, I will play this. International shortwave. This is the planet. Another hour of polka pop. No. 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 Yes. 6.160 is scheduled to become WBCQ's all polka all the time frequency. So I guess in the future, yeah, well, this is uh, this this is going to be the top of the hour, folks. Sorry, nothing I can do about it. International shortwave. This is the planet. Another hour of polka pop, pop, power. 
Now, I don't believe I have any poker uh, Pam's beds. This is Radio New York International. Another hour of poker pow, pow, pow. With John Lightning. Well, I don't dislike polka music. But I guess I can skirt these new rules and regulations by still using the Dreadful Great as my opening music. As you are listening to their rendition of the Beer Barrel Polka. Alright, take it on, boys. It's the old new WBCQ with the same old John P. Lightning whining about who knows what tonight. I'm going to be whining about so many things I don't know where to begin. However, I'm not like them, them there. Disgusting, depressing Republicans still whining about Bud Light, Bud Light because it's woke. That's almost too stupid to take seriously, folks. want to do is sell beer to everyone. I wonder if they'll be sending customized beer cans to mass murderers next. Ah! Although, if you think about it, probably not wise. Bud Light has always been a trans beer. Have you ever drank that swill? Because Bud Light is obviously water identifying as beer. And I identify as a discussion jockey. So perhaps I am not well positioned to discuss this almost anything else. Except AI. Let's see, you already have an email from Ted about AI. And um, how, did he, how did he do that much writing after, after spending so little time writing? I, I should really start pre-reading these emails. Okay, I don't get enough of them to pre-read. And yes, some types of AI can be useful and even entertaining, which is why I'm going to play that complete jingle that attempted to start itself up twice and uh, something rather interesting after it, uh, which is this uh, AI version of a John Lennon song, as uh, as we just kind of celebrated John Lennon with the pregame show. Uh, I'm going to play this AI John Lennon song that our boogeyman sent to me a week or two ago. On Radio New York International, right now.
I believe it's the Paul vocal that's AI on that because that is the actual voice of the actual John Lennon. Oh, how pretty. Music and talk on RNI. Happy Sunday. Happy Mother's Day Sunday, all you mothers from yours truly, John P. Lightning, where, of course, (laughs) this evening will be, yeah, Discussing the serious issues of the day. I may at some point. I guess I'm uh, insufficiently woke. And you know what? Unlike most conservatives who don't realize that it's right, proper, and correct, and downright useful and encouraging and would move the entire game of life forward if they would be woke, I like being woke. Particularly as it seems most of my fellow Americans would rather sleepwalk through life. Many of them prefer being ignorant and uninformed. Uninformed about uh, issues and events that they really should be paying some fucking attention to. But doing meth, ignoring reality, and enjoying pony girl porn, oh yeah, so much more fun. (laughs) So much more fun. And none of that involves that pesky thinking that I'm really not all that into because thinking is so 60s. Come on, thinking, get the fuck out of here. But that is why we have leaders to do our thinking for us. Actually, leaders that want to do our thinking for us. And sadly, those leaders are usually not very good at thinking and yet are often able to fool us into believing they're the shit and we are shit. So therefore, folks, listen to me, listen to me, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Kind of like a certain former guy wants us to believe he is. And his minions, the anti-woke crowd, 
sleepwalking through life. They're doing that because, well, because thinking for oneself, well, first of all, it's work! Fucking work! And many of these people are already working two or three jobs just to pay the bills, not to mention they're met there. And I should expect them to think for themselves too? I'm not sure I want those people to think at all. And besides, that is what meth is for. It makes thinking essentially irrelevant and a lot tougher. And by the way, if you shiver get about things, you'll suffer for so doing. Because caring about things, one thing I've realized over the course of my almost 72 years on the planet, caring about things, usually not fun. Usually not fun. Being a good citizen, being an informed citizen, well, that's even more work. You know, I did not retire from my day labors. To have to work at being a citizen, fuck off. <laughs> fuck off. Let, let some Gen Z do that. Not that most of them are capable of doing much, but I encourage such. You know, I encourage that you think for yourself. You know, me, not, not, not so much of late, because I'm tired. I'm fucking tired. I'm tired of the myriad ways by which politicians and corporate greedmeisters and con artists and scammers generally make life less enjoyable. Even for those that have plenty of math or pony girl porn. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm actually saddened that I've been around for seven plus decades. Well, not that I've been around for seven plus decades, but I'm saddened because I've witnessed the ongoing dissolution of the American dream over that period of time. You know, when you're kiddling, you're thinking, everything's going to be better. Everything's coming up roses. Uh-uh. I've watched the American dream fade into oblivion, into obscurity. And maybe that's the problem. Maybe the problem is, uh, is uh, uh, why is it the American dream? Because after all, if you're woke, it's likely you're not dreaming. But the dream of an America where equal justice on the law. <laughs> Stupid idea. The thought that there could be equal justice under law, and equal opportunity for all to live a stable and relatively comfortable life. Yeah, it's just that fucking dream. Not likely for many to ever be reality. But being woke, you know, every time somebody tells me, ah, what is it with you fucking woke people? What the hell is wrong with being woke? I actually think being woke, it's a Good thing, right? Right. And by the way, by the way, this woke virus shit, there is no woke virus. Because it is not a virus to give a fuck, to give a fuck about the human condition and want to right wrongs. But it's a low-rent society we live in. This low-rent society we have become. Where where things that uh, one time were probably somewhat useful, you know, I'm thinking of uh, common sense, common sense, common sense ideas and laws. Those things are now laughed at. And the proof is that the likes of Deadbeat Donald currently has a 7% lead over Uncle Joe if the presidential election was held tomorrow, well, actually on Tuesday. And I almost wish it would be. 
because another year and a half of what has become the never-ending campaign makes one want to go lay down and stay the fuck laying down. Yeah, it's I don't I don't remember this, you know, when I was younger. It seems like the next election cycle always seems to pretty much begin the day after inauguration day, which is not good, particularly in a nation as bereft of the ability to take most everything serious as ours is, because we are not a serious people, which is not, which leaves us exposed, vulnerable to the evil machinations of politicians who are glad to do our thinking for us. Yeah, they feel, they, they feel a lot better off when they know we ain't doing the thinking because thinking voters, a thinking population, rarely serves their best interests. And those interests are rarely yours or mine because politicians do not want informed, educated voters because That type of voter would not vote for most of those motherfuckers. It's a truism no one can deny, pal. A nation of smart people would be a lot less likely to tolerate the anal fucking with a 12-inch dildo wrapped in a steel wool condom that those public servants fuck us with all the time. All the time. Yeah, we do suffer fools lightly. Because after all, we vote for them. We vote for them here in the United States of Clusterfuck. Yeah, it's the United States of Clusterfuck with liberty and justice occasionally. And that's why I'm sad, and I mean really sad, and not not, not just uh, clowning around having fun on the radio sad. I really am sad, and not only by the realization that uh, that the possibility of Donald Trump 2 in a year and a half is uh, an actual possibility. I'm also saddened by the realization that once my time on this globe of Gothones is up, when I'm no longer around to witness the carnage, this nation may indeed be worse off as a nation and as a people than it was when I was a kidling, when everything did appear to be coming up roses back in the 50s and the early 60s. Back then, the promise of a better future and a more secure future, one guaranteed by our superior system of government, uh, that, that seemed to be the case. But Time has taught me how foolish that notion truly is. Especially in a nation where we have these people called the Republicans. Oh, Johnny, oh, madam, what are you doing here? Johnny, like you libtards are going to save this country with your LGBTQ, your CRT, your DEI? No, your kind only excuses away its inability, its inability to confront reality and do the hard work, the hard work needed to restore a stable and prosperous America where everybody can succeed. Well, not everybody, lady. Too bad for you, scumbag. Liberty and freedom still trump, so to speak, the Nazification of America that I see. Uh, I've been reading a, a book this last week or so uh, about Germany, and, uh, particularly uh, Germany through about the mid-20s uh, going uh, into the early 1940s. And uh, it's really informative and It's really 
obvious evident to me that in many ways we are making the mistake that the same exact for the most part mistakes here in the U.S. of A-holes as they made in Germany. This book uh, confronts all the changes Germany went through in the 1930s in particular that led to the likes of Hitler becoming a real power and a real threat to the world. And the parallels between that Germany and my America, pal, they're undeniable. And yeah, really fucking scary. In the current top 10 cliches list, the one I subscribe to, I get it by email, is this one. Johnny, it's not your father's Republican Party anymore. True, true. Unless your father was a Nazi. <laughs> we, you know, we need an autocrat to autocorrect America. Some people actually do believe that, and too many of us are simple Simon motherfucker motherfuckers to the point at which it would go from being president 45 to president 47 if the vote was taken relatively soon. And yeah, that does scare me. That scares me more than a sativa-eating virus would. <laughs> what? <laughs> or Republicans outlawing pony girl porn. Although I'd likely find that porn on the dark web. Yeah, I'll find it on the dark web using a VPN. Until VPNs are outlawed. And the so-called uh, chimera coming out of the congressional closet that the Restrict Act is, that's really scary because that, that, that Restrict Act could actually make the use of VPNs illegal. The person in charge of administering the, uh, the, the, the laws, rules, regulations prescribed by the Restrict Act would be somewhat fungible because an unelected government appointee would then have broad powers, and in this case, uh, the, the person in question uh, currently is abroad. <laughs> that person would have broad powers to decide just what we could or could not do on the web. Mm-hmm. Somebody unelected. Now there are a couple of people out there thinking, yeah, Johnny, what about Dr. Fauci? Well, Dr. Fauci didn't have any rules, regulations, or laws behind him. Yeah, Johnny, but they were put in place. He was enforcing them. He may not have been originally responsible for them. Okay, another issue for another time. But what was being done by Fauci and similar people was being done in hopes of saving lives. What does the Restrict Act do but restrict Internet access? And uh, I'll go into this in greater detail. Uh, some, uh, some future show, maybe the next show. Because it seems that TikTok is the app that's responsible for the Restrict Act. And it does pose a threat to a free and open Internet. So perhaps the next extravaganza, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll detail in detail why this Restrict Act can lead to all kinds of censorship and perhaps even lead to those who try to skirt its prohibitions uh, coming up as criminals, being considered lawbreakers uh, because they'd be committing crimes that could result, yes, could result in fines or even imprisonment. 
Uh, as someone wrote, I, 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 I wrote it down here where I typed it out. I don't remember who it was. Uh, this is a bill targeting apps owned by foreign adversaries. And, of course, the China-based TikTok app is considered to be just that by many. And I'm not a big fan of TikTok, but when you try to take away something that many millions of people are using, and in the case of TikTok, uh, many young, many teenage Americans... Uh, that, uh, boy, you want to talk about uh, staging a revolution? The Restrict Act, which, by the way, has bipartisan support, sad to say, will result in censorship and will uh, likely include outlawing or greatly restricting the use of VPNs. I, I think that stands for virtual private networks that, uh, that many people, <laughs> certainly not I, uh, use to visit banned sites. Or, uh, you know, uh, certain countries uh, won't allow their audio or video streams to be viewed in other countries. Uh, say for the, there are some uh, BBC uh, internet video stations that you can't view in the United States. However, if you use a VPN, and essentially the main effect of a VPN is that it will mask your actual IP address and your IP address uh, is telling of where you are watching or listening from. So if you use a VPN, the VPN will mask your real IP address and replace it with one, say, for example, with one that shows that you're in London. In which case, fine, you can go right ahead and uh, watch or listen to whatever BB station you want to. And that of course, is in a sense uh, not skirting any United States law, but it's certainly getting around the UK's ability to keep you from watching shit they don't want you to watch for who knows whatever fucking reasons. It's the same with, for example, uh, uh, trying to uh, download files that one may not be allowed to grab uh, from websites that are in foreign countries, uh, which, uh, for example, I believe the uh, Pirates Den site still is. And in its current state, the Restrict Act does give the feds incredible fucking power to monitor and police we the people and what we do online. And it does this uh, by... Allowing the Secretary of Commerce, yeah, that's chicky poo, to conduct security reviews of, and I'm quoting now from, uh, from this article I read, any tech product that is even partially owned by companies from any nation considered to be a foreign adversary. Which gets one to thinking, who makes that decision? Who is a foreign adversary? Apparently, it could be any country the Secretary of Commerce believes to be a foreign adversary. Seriously, that's true. And by the way, who elected, who voted for the Secretary of Commerce? Well, obviously no one because it's an appointed, it's an appointed office and one that may soon be vested with powers it should not have. And uh, an example of how the Restrict Act can be used. Well, for example, if you or I were to use the <clears throat> wrong app, one that isn't liked by the, uh, by, the, uh, by, by, by the current powers that be, 
we could face legal problems. We could be considered lawbreakers. If you pick a program owned by a country that's on the current naughty list, and this is possible, you could be at risk for a 20-year prison term and up to $1 million in fines. And even if you hate TikTok and everyone that uses it, and even if you completely trust the current administration, too fucking bad, pal. That's what could happen. So the Restrict Act, uh, I don't even know if I, if I have to go into further detail next show, but that is why it's wrong. It's wrong, and it's bad. And that's why we have to consider such things as the Restrict Act seriously, because we have to uh, we, we have to do them we have to do them in before they're full grown. Crib death, crib death for that scary act. But seriously, and maybe I'm being a tad too serious here. Well, I'm I'm approaching this show maybe too seriously tonight by talking about the Restrict Act. But this show is not all fun and games. And I see the likes of the Restrict Act as one more step towards mm -hmm, fascism. Fascism is not only the purview of the Republicans, although they pretty much own the patent on it, but fascism is looking real good, it appears, real good to many of we the feeble. The word fascist is employed to describe many politicians of the right-leaning variety. And yeah, yeah, for reasons beyond anyone's ability to rationally deny. So, okay, you know, spouting that, that line, you're a fascist, you're a fucking fascist, this is fascism. It may be overused or used to describe people who are fringe fascists at best, but it is not too strong a word to other. To other about anyone who supports, say, for example, the vision of America that did be Donald envisions and although you may not believe this I try to not see every Trump voter as such because most of them are not aware they're empowering fascism they just want Pedro kept on the south side of the border that's all they just want the coloreds locked up for those pop-up lootings they're always engaging in, forcing many stores to close up shop in neighborhoods where such activities are allowed, even celebrated, leading those communities to complain about, well, where are we going to shop now? Hey, I don't have a vehicle, and the next, the, the next closest Dollar General is five miles down the road. Should have considered that a tad earlier, folks. You should have educated your fellow citizens to not be antisocial slugs, to not be thieves and crooks, but I guess that's yet... Another topic for another time in another show. And people also want to feel safe in public. How many how many mass shootings has there been so far in this year? Two, three hundred thousand or so it seems. People want they, they do not want to go to the mall dressed in the latest Kevlar fashion wear. Yeah, I, I went to the mall to buy some swimwear and all I got was shut up. And now I can't go to the beach. Yeah, it seems, uh, you know, most beaches, not wheelchair accessible. 
What the fuck is wrong with this country? Why is that, huh? We need access ramps. Access ramps. Access ramps. We need access ramps that go right down to the fucking water's edge. Why, it's my right as an American. Wheelchair accessible beaches. (laughs) I'm telling you, they're coming. By law, they're coming. Although I want to know. Who's going to pay for them? Oh, we know. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And I know some of you are thinking, that's not a real issue. But it is the kind of nonsense attributed to libtards. And the dumbest among us believe it. So, happy Mother's Day. And by the way, by the way, we are easily 48 hours or so overdue. For a serious mass shooting, I, 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 I think, I don't know, I, ha, ha, have there been any today? Probably three or four that I, I, I haven't been re- reported on yet. I mean, they're becoming so fucking common. We barely react to mass shootings now. Truly, they're, uh, they're, they're almost irrelevant to many people because we simply are going to refuse to pay attention to something that has become as normalized as the bulge. Normalize the bulge. Uh, we are normalizing the bulge. No, 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 we're not, Dylan. And yeah, I know, uh-huh, we are out of control in this country and we are accepting it as normal. But um, some things we can never quite accept as normal. Sorry to say, many things actually we shouldn't accept as actually, actually normal. And, you know, I've been saying that. I've been saying we're out of control in this country and accepting it as normal for about as long as I've been a broadcaster. And it's only gotten worse to think that I will someday, in the very distant future, leave this valley as... It saddens me because I fear that when I do, I'll leave here knowing that my generation failed miserably, failed to make this nation better in some tangible ways. Okay, we've, we've done our, our share of good, but apparently not enough. And I don't want to shuffle off to the great nothingness ahead of knowing that, that my generation failed to secure for our progeny a future where their success would eclipse ours. That's the way it seemed to be. That's what we expected when we were kids. We expected a future with the American dream. Uh, pick the one of your choice. Oh, uh, l- l- let's go with the American dream of everybody having a nice house in a nice neighborhood with a nice salary and a nice supply of sativa weed. (laughs) That was a future we once thought would be a given. Well, maybe we weren't thinking about the sativa weed then, but we sure are now. But that is no longer even worth dreaming about. Although at least the weed is a lot stronger. I mean, (laughs) if you can get it at a good price, it's a lot stronger. Yeah, we often progress in ways that ultimately aren't. All that useful. Indeed, as a former railroad bum pally of mine did say to me recently, John, it's a good thing I have a home with a full basement or both of my sons would be homeless. (laughs) Because to pay at the local dollar store, it's insufficient to pay a mortgage. Although to rent an apartment in New York City often costs more per month than some people pay 
for their monthly mortgage. And they may never make it out of dad's basement, a lot of these kids. But at least they don't have to travel far to wish mom a happy Mother's Day. And that's what we're doing here this evening tonight on Planet Radio WBCQ. And uh, one way of doing it is by playing a song that's totally unrelated to Mother's Day. Except that the title mentions Mommy. And that's the only reason why I'm going to play it. Well, uh, that and the reason that's because um, Jerry Garcia plays steel guitar in this song. And that makes it automatically a five-star winner, Pally. John P. Lightning. That is Mr. Garcia on the steel guitar. And it's Brewer and Shipley with a tune from their second LP, one entitled Tokyo. And this tune is entitled Oh Mommy. I'm no commie. Not me. Just do what I can to live the good old American way. It says right there in the Constitution, it's really a okay to have a revolution when the leaders are that you choose. Really don't fit the shoes. Come on, don't you start a fight Please I like to wear my hair long Can there be anything wrong When you already accused me twice Of what? Of looking like a Jesus Christ Hallelujah!
the giant sound of R&I on the queue. At 6.160 megahertz, this is WBCQ, Monticello, Maine, America. Another R&I That's another R&I broadcast, and it just stopped in the middle. <laughs> Damn, and that was a very good top of the hour. I want to hear the full top of the hour. I, I, I don't think it's official unless I hear the full top of the hour. What do I got to do now? I have to punch that in there. And see what happens. Okay, maybe you'll work this time. At 6.160 megahertz, this is WBCQ. Ah, what a fucking America. Another night broadcast from shortwave and internet. Yeah. You're on the Sometimes I wish I was on another planet. I'm not referring to WBCQ. I am, of course, referring to planet Earth, from uh, which this broadcast originates. Should you be listening in some distant galaxy? Imagine somebody in some distant galaxy listening. They're not going to understand what the hell we're talking about. They, they might not. They, and who knows if they even have technology to listen. Right? Yeah, John, if they're really advanced, they probably have technology to listen and to decipher uh, what we're stating in their own language. I don't know why I even bothered to go there with that. But hey, what does it matter? What matters is that you are listening to the QWBCQ and John P. Lightning's The A Little Bit of Everything, Radio Extravaganza, available to you every other Sunday night from 8 until 11 here on the planet. And of course, at johnlightning.com. That's the website, which is otherwise relatively useless these days uh, until Ella Midwood uh, finds uh, time to dedicate to taking care of, which he obviously can't do these days because he's in the process. Uh, he and Miss Gina are going to be moving uh, from their less than palatial digs up the road a piece from uh, from uh, my studio on the uh, on the island of Rhode, where they currently live, to Texas. I feel bad for them, but uh, yeah, uh, they're they're uh, they're they're leaving for Texas, and uh, that's uh, that's probably going to put him on the side, and it's going to take up a significant amount of his time the next couple of weeks because I think he, he needs to be on the road uh, before the end of the month. So uh, don't wait for anything to happen with our website until uh, LF has time to do that, which uh, perhaps he'll have uh, sometime in the fall. Maybe, maybe in the fall. The boy's busy. And... Uh, That's all I've got to say about that. And otherwise, what I've got to say to you is you are always supposed to keep it here on the queue. Even when I'm not here on a Sunday night, our friends over at Area 51 are providing programming. And on the internet side of things, my pal Dave the Boogeyman is providing programming at johnlightning.com. So there's no reason to go anywhere else for the radio you need to hear all the time. But John, you're not on all the time. Yeah, but uh, most of my shows, uh, 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 well, the last couple of months worth, are available at SoundCloud. Just go to SoundCloud and type in John Lightning, and all my shows are there. Yeah, John, but I've already heard all those shows. Yeah, how many times? Only once. Only once. <sighs> Get busy, fucko. Sunday. Sunday, 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 Sunday is Mother's Day. Your mom, she brought you into the world. She endured the nitro-charged agony of childbirth. The least you can do is call her on Sunday. Sunday, Sunday. She was there for you when you scraped your knee on the sidewalk outside the Civic Arena. And when your high school sweetheart crushed your heart like a top fuel monster truck. So be there for her on Sunday. Sunday, Sunday. Buy her a Mother's Day card. A Mother's Day bouquet. A Mother's Day fruit basket. A Mother's Day teddy bear. And the granddaddy of them all. A Mother's Day brunch. 
brunch. If you can get reservations for one on Sunday. 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 Be there for your mom. Only the best. It's time to with the hits. A very sad mother was lying in the bed with a letter in her hand. And this is what it said. Dear mother, you are so was the Hurricanes. Yes, that's the name of the group, the Hurricanes. As heard on the queue, WBCQ, where uh, where I've I've only stopped because I've got I've, I've got a tiny little technical issue I have to deal with here. Uh, that's uh, well, that's that's because of the computer I own. I know Johnny set up the new one already. Yeah, I'll get to it in the somewhat near future. And this is Planet Radio. Oh, that's right. I already did the top of the hour. Okay, I guess that means I should uh, play another fucking jingle. Happy Mother's Day. I want to have sex with your mother. That's right. I want to have sex with your mother. Hi, I'm Phineas T. Cockblocker. And I bought this time to let you know I want to have sex with your mother. Oh, I don't care what she looks like. Race, color, creed, sex, sexual orientation. (laughs) None of that is really at all important to me. What's important is that I get to say I've had sex with your mother. Oh, what's that? (laughs) Your mom is dead? 
I crave corpse. I'll dig her up, baby, and she'll dig me because she's dead. And I don't care. I just want to have sex with your mother. Yeah, some people tell me that's a problem of mine, but I don't look at it that way. I see it as your mom's problem because she hasn't, well, she hasn't had sex with me yet. So why not give her the opportunity? She can give me a call just about any time so that your mom can have sex with me. Phineas D. Cockblocker. You could also reach me at my email address, sickpervertedreallystrangeguy that wants to have sex with your mother at AOL.com. This has been a paid advertisement and does not reflect the views, opinions, or anything else related to the staff and management of WBCQ, the 11L Network, Radio New York International, or anybody else. Frankly, that guy's a bit of a weirdo, but he came up with 100 bucks to our PayPal account, so there you are. Friends, Frank Farnsworth here with a word for today from your friends at Mother Fragaga's French Fried Frog Legs. Fried they golden brown and served on their tippy toes. Mm-hmm. If the outside don't say Mother Fragaga's, the inside don't say frog. That's right, friends. It's a fast food feast. It's fun to feed on. Mother Fragaga's don't use just any frog. No siree. But instead flies 40 or 50 field hands in the farthest forest of Finland, finds about 500 of the finest, fattest frogs, and then flies them to our frog factory in Fayetteville, where they're fried, flash frozen, and flown fast to your favorite frozen food freezer or it's your local fast food franchise and remember friends on the 4th and 5th of february in fayetteville the 15th annual mother forgot french fried frog leg feast bring your family a friend a fork in your face it's fine food Mm-mm. we guarantee after four or five hour frogs you'd be so full you won't be able to fit another fork full in your fat face and that's a fact friend mother Fagagas, a division of whamco's submariner industries from the fun folks at whamco's amphibia foods and be sure not to forget those other fine amphibia food products, Tiny Tim's Tadpole Tolls and Tails, and the ever-popular Nutty Ned's Newton Eblets. Mother Fagaga's French Fried Frog Legs, fried to golden brown and served on their tippy toes. Mm-mm. If the outside don't say Mother Fagaga's, then the inside don't say frog. John. All-American motherfucker. Nothing tastes quite like mom's pie. Mmm. Careful, pal. You'll need both hands to eat mom's pie. That's because mom's pie is jelly-filled, so it jiggles when you eat it. Mmm. Mom's pie is so good, you won't mind if it gets stuck in your whiskers. But don't take our word for it. Just listen to these satisfied customers. Hey, John, how's your mom's pie? Mmm, my mom's pie is great. But check out Bob. He's got his mom's pie all over his face. Hey, Bob, you better wipe your chin. Mmm, my mom's pie is finger-licking good. And for those of you on the run, try a single mom's pie. Twice the fun and half the work. Mmm. Eating out tonight? Bury your face in mom's pie. Available in every flavor. But Cherry. Mm. <laughs> John B. Lightning, a little bit of everything. 11LR and I on the planet. WBCQ. Next time on Mommy Has Cancer. It's okay. You'll be okay, sweetie. It's all right. No, it's all right. The doctor thinks she easily has two, three months left. 
Aw, sweetums. Reality TV, that sucks. And admits it. Mommy has cancer. On Wee TV. Wee! TV, that's fun. John Lightning! Playing the hits for you. Yes, this was an actual hit. Courtesy, the Fountains of Wayne. Jiffy Enema Bouquet. 
Yes, it's a baker's dozen of our most popular enemas. It's a wonderful way to let her know that you are always thinking of her. Available in a personalized brown wrapper, it's the Jiffy Enema Bouquet. Jiffy Enema, we are number one at making number two. Now Mama's got a brand new bag. Jiffy Enema, a certified sick lane, ridiculous Mother's Day gift from Shizumi Ministries. And that's what happens when I do let the listeners write the show. You wrote it, Alan? I produced it. Proving that I'm definitely not well or very competent at radio. <laughs> Let's go with John Monday. Radio New York International. Johnny Lightning. My mom won't let me keep him in the house. She says he's too big and that his poop is bigger than our couch. Go home to mommy. Go home. Bye. Go home to mommy. Fucking jerk. Go home to mommy. Tell her to tuck you in bed. Uh, he's such a nice guy. Mommy, mommy, time. Don't move. Let me turn my chicken off and clean you up. Hi, Angel. Angel? You know, I was frying my chicken. I left it soaking in Crisco oil an hour. Must have soaked up a lot of oil. You think it'll taste greasy? Well, I've always sworn by Crisco oil. Let's finish frying. Hmm. It doesn't taste greasy. I figured I could trust Crisco oil. For fried chicken that doesn't taste greasy, you can trust Crisco oil. Moms and dads and girls and boys, give it up and make some noise. It's time for Johnny Lightning. RNI, Radio New York International. Mommy! <laughs> That's something I haven't yelled out in uh, some decades now. But I'm yelling at you on the QWBCQ because that's one of the fucking things I do here. Let's see here. should read some of these emails because because uh, I, I, I keep complaining. I don't get enough emails, so when I do get some, I should get around to reading them. And here's one from Mitchell who writes... What's missing from the debt ceiling that mainstream media coverage uh, is, is what a clusterfuck is in store for the average citizen in regard to not just health coverage. Luckily, is, that, that's a new word to me. Luckily, we may hope that POTUS can employ the option that Lawrence Tribe suggests, uh, somebody who is often featured on MSNBC, and one of the reasons why MSNBC is uh, is almost a, a, a new station of merit, because if uh, if the host of most of the shows, and eh, with the exception of uh, of or, or maybe Ari Melba and uh, and and what's his name there, Lawrence O'Donnell. Uh, they have great guests. Uh, let's see. He writes here, uh, Lawrence Tribe suggested that the 14th Amendment uh, should be employed. And yes, good point. Uh, it's it's being considered supposedly by Joe Biden. And essentially, as I understand it, uh, what the 14th Amendment does is, is it necessitates by law that we not default, not default on our debt. And uh, yeah, Uncle Joe should definitely enforce it. Mitchell concludes, in a nutshell, mm -hmm, that's me, it may be time to respond positively to donate to solicitations to resist this extortion. Good points, well made, and I thank you for those, sir. And Adrian checks in, always good to hear from you, my dear, and she writes, I am against AI. Yes! 
before it gets out of hand. Now let's see what type of AI she's opposed to. I think that it is too late now since it is already out there. Well, of course, like, like, like any genie once it's out of the bottle, uh, not only are more and more people going to employ its use, but its use is going to increase in part because its ability to be useful is going to increase, meaning AI is only going to get better, and the better it gets, the more people are going to want to use it. Anyway, getting back to Adrian's mail, I strongly think it needs to be regulated or it will end many jobs. Mm, See, that's an area in which I'm not sure that regulation, meaning, of course, governmental intervention, will be at all useful. Now, if that helps save real jobs, one would, of course, be inclined to think, hey, that's great, but how does the government go about enforcing such laws and besides who is it in government why would it even be considered the government's job or an option for the government to tell corporations or even small local employers hey wait can't use ai for that job Uh uh-uh you have to by law employ and then it will be x number of people and the government might want to do that if only because the government likely prospers much more by having actual people doing jobs, actual people whose salaries can be taxed. So it kind of makes sense for the government to do it, but would they? And should they? Something uh, something I'm going to have to consider, meaning uh, I don't know what else to say at this point. Anyway, Adrian writes and writes, fortunately, so that I don't have to. I heard one of these restaurants are going to start using AI to take orders at their restaurants. Hardly surprising to me. I know there are already self-checkouts at many stores. And uh, by the way, Adrian, I often use them. Yeah, if I'm buying one or two items at the Home Depot, and there's, as usual, uh, one checkout line open and five totally closed, and the self-checkouts are not being used. Guess what I'm going to do? That's right. I'm going to self-check out. Although uh, I do believe that those of us that use a self-checkout feature should receive some type of discount for using that feature because, hey, we are saving that store salary. So I don't know, maybe 10% off on all purchases done using self-checkout equipment. Sounds reasonable to me. All right, before I interrupt her email again, <laughs> I know there are already many self-checkouts at many stores and also ways to place orders at many fast food restaurants yourself, but there is still a black, uh, a black up, <laughs> still a backup plan. I don't, I, I, I don't see what that has to do with blacks at all, but there is still a backup plan possible to use a checkout person if you want to wait. And I'm somebody that is not at all good at waiting. Adrian concludes as follows. I think starting to use AI to take food orders is the beginning of the end. The beginning of the end for workers doing many menial tasks and also for other jobs, since, as you stated, they are using AI to write jokes and news columns. 
from your pal Adrian. Well, Adrian, uh, thank you for provoking some thought uh, because that's what I like most about emails. I like emails that provoke thought. And uh, generally with my listeners, that's not the case. No, 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 of course, I'm being somewhat serious. Uh, But yeah, it's true. Uh, There are many foibles and possible problems ahead for the world at large because AI is going to lead to less of those so-called menial jobs. And not only menial jobs, because AI will be able to cover for many jobs now being done by real people. I mean, how uh, I've been told uh, when I'm not calling for some technical assistance and I get connected through to somebody in India uh, who, whose, whose name is suspiciously American-sounding, in spite of the awful accent that makes it almost impossible for me to understand what he'd be saying, because it's generally a he. Those jobs are going to be going away because AI will get good enough that you will be posing questions to what you might even think, even believe is an actual person, but ain't really. AI is going to take away a lot of jobs. And indeed, as I believe we discussed in the last show, it's already beginning to have a significantly bad impact upon the voiceover industry where people who make a living with their voice uh, finding that, uh, well, their voices aren't needed that much anymore because the inflections, the tone, uh, the way in which AI voices can be manipulated, they can now be manipulated to sound downright real. Yeah, just like real people. And that's just one example of how AI is going to infiltrate the world in ways that aren't particularly efficacious to many people in this world who stand to end up perhaps uh, under, if not unemployed. Ah, yes, the future's uncertain and the end truly is always near, at least for a lot of people's jobs. And Brother Craig checks in, haven't heard from him in a while, and he said, you just said you were on the planet for 72 years, almost, to which the next word in his letter is, Wow! <laughs> I didn't know that WBCQ had been on the air that long. Seems like it was just yesterday when they were pulling Wiener off that fucking boat. <laughs> of course, I'm uh, not referring to the planet WBCQ where I am now in my... Wow. It, this does kind of make me feel old. I, I, I am now in my 24th year broadcasting on Planet Radio. And what's even scarier is that Planet Radio and Planet Radio Management has allowed me to broadcast there for that long. And let's see, Mr. Nussbaum checks in with a reception report. Oh, no, it's not a reception report. I saw numbers that I thought it was. He said, Johnny, Junkie, (laughs) Uncle Uncle G. It's spelled J-E, Uncle G. Won the 2020 election by in excess of 7 million popular votes. And uh, indeed, I, at one point, I, I, I thought that was uh, upwards of 8 million. But that anachronism known as the Electoral College, which we may or may not get around to discussing later because I kind of wanted to tonight, uh, that's, the reason, that's the reasoning why, in part, this nation has been ruled and ruled by Republicans who did not win the popular vote. 
in many decades. So uh, we are being ruled by the minority party decade after decade. And it's resulted in the Supreme Court that uh, the less I say about the Supreme Court tonight, the better off we all will be. Because, boy, you want to talk about... You, you want to talk about a bunch of corrupt cocksuckers that we can easily spend the remainder of the show discussing, uh, but we won't. And, uh, yeah, I, I have to say it every show. Uh, man... Man, am I disappointed with John Roberts, who I wanted to like. But he's just turned out to be another motherfucker, motherfucker. And Mark writes in to say, Happy Mother's Day, you mother. Well, thank you very much for that. And, uh, of course, the same to all the mothers listening out there. And Melvin checks in to say, I'm listening live via Area 51 for the first time in months. Then... You seller dropped by. Hmm. I don't know who that is, but I take it she distracted you somewhat. Therefore, he's asked, could you start the show over, please? <laughs> well, Howard, uh, thank you for that uh, for that scintillating email, but uh, no, won't be starting the show over. However, generally 10 or 20 minutes after the show is over, it does start again on SoundCloud. So for those of you, including uh, including Howard, uh, who have missed any portion of tonight's show, by oh, 11.20 at the latest, you'll be able to stream it and even download it by going to SoundCloud and typing in John Lightning. And it'll bring you to my page, and you can enjoy maybe for the second time. You could even enjoy it two, three times or more, as many times as you like. The show you know is your, the little bit of everything, Radio Extravaganza. The mess that I happily bring you every week because, uh, because, because I have to, because I need to, because I think what we do here is important. And that's why we're going to spend a little more time getting a little more serious as the show goes on. Although we do have headlines coming your way just about momentarily. So it's, it's not all fun and games, and it's also not all serious all the time. But uh, my need, my desire to inform upon you about Deadbeat Donald after that, uh, after that Trump rally. That was considered to be a town hall that CNN held earlier this week. Really, uh, Chris Lickspill, uh, <laughs> he's got to go. He's got to go. He is absolutely destroyed the remnants of a once relatively great news organization because the day after, <coughs> excuse me, the day after that so-called town hall, uh, he was uh, interviewed and. What he was very excited about was the fact that CNN made news with that town hall. To which I can only reply, asshole! CNN is or should be all about reporting the news, not making fucking news. (sighs) We are doomed, folks. We are doomed. As we've been for many decades now. I sell the morning paper, sir. My name is Jimmy Brown. Everybody knows that I'm his boy of the town. Hi, this is Phil Oakes. Ever since the assassination of John Kennedy, things began to fall apart in this country. People started caring less for each other and thought less of themselves. Some tried to escape as we suffered through two reactionary administrations. The war in Vietnam and the use of hard drugs have taken many lives. Now the war is over, but drugs continue their destruction. I believe it's time to turn the corner 
We can get America back if we get ourselves back. You don't need drugs. You don't need gurus. You only need to believe in yourself. Remember, it only takes a small circle of friends to get back to a life based on reality rather than escape. You're listening to John P. Lightning. There's supposedly a wave of conservatism sweeping the country, and uh, as these groups move farther and farther to the right, they find fewer and fewer songs that can be sung by people or groups <clears throat> as a whole. And when they finally arrive, I'd like to uh, write the song for them so they can sing when they get together. I like Hitler, jolly, jolly Hitler. I like Hitler and Mussolini too. I like Franco in Spain, and I'll have to maintain that Batista was really quite all right. Trujillo was my man, and Rick Bearwood understands what this country really needs is apartheid. Loyally we birch along, birch along, birch along, loyally we birch along, back to the good old days. God save the king. It's the Super Sound Station. This is Radio New York International. 11. Insightful political analysis from Johnny Lightning. Talk radio with a what the fuck difference. Johnny Lightning. Insightful political analysis from John P. Lightning? Damn right, Pally. That's what you get on Radio New York International. Along with Headlines! Yes, see, I, I did do some writing this week. Unfortunately, my writing and my research online has indeed called together another edition of Headlines You Likely Did Mix. Or did miss. I can't talk again this week. Well, if you did miss these headlines, I'm gonna fix that. Gonna fix that situation right now, Bally. Well, in an anything but shocking post-CNN town hall interview, Trump told a reporter, "I offer Americans freedom from thinking." Didn't he say that? Didn't he? Yeah. Like many Americans bother thinking at all, at all. As if Deadbeat Donald does any thinking. I'm thinking bad thoughts about the hypocrite in chief right now. And uh, how this item eluded my attention, I'm not quite sure. But I am now aware of this. Experts say the recent shortage of thoughts and prayers is not due to the increased number of mass shootings but is due to supply chain issues. (laughs) Hey, can we get that shit in bulk via Wish.com or on Ally Express? Ha ha! Along with one of those 64 terabyte solid state hard drives that sell for only $49.95? I think that's a real deal. Fuck, man. I just ordered Florida, (laughs) man. Now I can back up all my show files from the last 23 years. Yeah. 
The last 23 years plus of my WBCQ shows can be backed up on one of those 4995 64 terabyte where I know they're going to be secure. And from a study by the National Institute of Studies, by the way, they uh, do those studies specially for John Lightning's extravaganza, that's what I'm told, at taxpayers' expense, no doubt. Gun violence is much worse in red states. Red states. What will it cost, pal? Because per capita, crime, and gun crime in particular, is significantly higher in red states, folks. Red states! You know, the states we hear in blue New York keep afloat with our tax dollars. So, uh, go ahead, Texas. Leave this nation. Do it, I dare you! lower taxes and fewer regulations, it's worth the risk living in a red state, said a teen toting an AR-15 into his local Piggly Wiggly on the condition of anonymity. Yeah, That's right, Texas is an open carry state. Although, uh, well, well, so is New York. But here in New York, it's an open carry insanity state. No waiting period for that license here. From the Boris report, and I thank you, Andy. Ginny Thomas is to be listed on the New York Stock Exchange. <laughs> this is your extravaganza. I love that opening. <laughs> Said this week, billionaires have been buying and selling Ginny Thomas for years. Now, this will make it possible for smaller investors to get in on the action, too. I think Nancy Pelosi is in for a thousand shares. <laughs> and the GOP, apparently, is set to suspend its assault on abortion. What? Yeah, they're retraining their guns on democracy instead. As if it's not bleeding out right fucking now. Thank you, boys. My, we've got the best beds in the business, don't we, pal? And in Kentucky, an investigation has uncovered Two 10-year-olds working at McDonald's. Now, this is true. This is not a JL bullshit made-up headline. And two 10-year-olds working at a McDonald's in Kentucky? Eh, it's not all that surprising. What also is not all that surprising is that one of them is the store's manager. And what has not been widely mentioned was the fact, and again, this is a fact, that the 10-year-old busted was here illegally. Yep, an illegal alien, an underage employee, 
in his new country. Look, friends, we're either going to be serious about competing with China, or we're not. Why do we waste billions trying to educate the useless little fuckers? Ha! And, related as fuck, a surge in child labor debts has spurred a GOP call for better training. And PPE, I guess. Well, maybe not proper PPE because that's expensive. And by the way, and this is kind of related, Russia is blaming orphan children for its latest military failures. No parents equals untrainable children, a Russian general said. Well, there's a no shit Sherlock moment for you, pal. Thank you very much, Tab Bremner. And boy, he went away so quickly that I don't even have another bed queued up. So uh, let me go with one of my classic ones. <laughs> Featuring Jay Giles and Duke Robillard. And I forget the other guy's name. <laughs> I should mention this as long as I've uh, just read those two headlines. Do you know, you are about to, that just 13% of 8th graders are considered to be proficient in U.S. history? That figure, friends, is the lowest it's been since Adlai Stevenson was president. Which, by the way, was just after Harold Stassen was assassinated. many of you remember them, eh? Probably the same two or three people that are, that, that are familiar with those, uh, with, with Phil Oaks. <laughs> yeah, seems teaching history in America is history in America. Yeah? Well, fuck you too, desk. Disney is building a drag bar next to the Florida governor's mansion. And as soon as that property across the street from Mar-a-Lago goes into foreclosure, they're planning on having a glory hole paradise franchise there. Yeah. Wait a minute. A glory hole franchise? That somehow seems like a real good fucking idea. Say, men, not getting enough, not being properly serviced at home, not necessarily gay, but want some really great head, then. Come on down to Glory Hole Paradise. Glory Hole Paradise. Yes, Glory Hole Paradise, where head is a... Well, it's a given. And it's given regularly, freely, and frequently. If you rent any one of our rooms at Glory Hole Paradise. Yes, if you need Malta Schwantz resuscitation, come on down to Glory Hole Paradise, where for the right price, you can get all the oral pleasure and satisfaction you need. 
Austin, not particularly pricey professionals who bring you to a safe, satisfying orgasm. Or in our potluck section, oh, yeah. you could try whoever might be on the other side of that glory hole. That'll please you so much, you'll certainly come back for more. And come more. Oh, oh, oh yeah! Ah, Only yeah. at Glory Hole Paradise. To get to Glory Hole Paradise, follow Route 204 to Festering Lupper Lane. Make a left at the big green trash compactor. Follow the rutted dirt road down to that dilapidated ramshackle house where the locals used to sell crack until the big bus. Make a right at the abandoned shell station. Cross the tracks to the bad side of town. And follow Fleet Street all the way down to the dead end and look on the left where you'll see what appears to be an abandoned warehouse. But no, it's not. It's Glory Hole Paradise. For even more specific directions, prices, or for a virtual tour, visit us online at Glory Hole Paradise. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Dot com. Bark, bark. Glory Hole Paradise. Be you gay or straight, we have the man or woman to satisfy you. Glory Hole Paradise. A wholly owned subsidiary of Shizumi Industries. Eleven hour and with lightning guy. Online at johnlightning.com. Wonderful Thank you, Mark, and thank you, Lyndon, for uh, for your efforts on that that swell jingle. I love that jingle. I want, yeah, yeah, yes, I want to hear that jingle again. And yes, you know what that means. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna play it again as soon as I can get this fucking computer to queue it up. <laughs> and it didn't. One, two. Ah, there we go. Eleven LR and I. With who? With the lightning guy. Of course. Online at johnlightning.com. Wonderful R&I. And because this is Wonderful R&I, mm-hmm, another jingle. The best talk. Sundays with John Lightning. Yeah! No single artist embodies the spirit of Valentine's Day like Gordon Lightfoot. Are you serious? Uh-huh. And now Gordon Lightfoot takes the melody from the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald and passionately embraces your favorite love songs in his new album, Gordon Lightfoot Sinks Valentine's Day. Dear Father, wherever you are, I know that my heart will go on. Yes, Canada's most intimate singer, Gordon Lightfoot, will put you in the mood for love with this Elvis Presley classic. Take my heart, take my Turn up the passion and turn down the lights with Gordon Lightfoot's rendition of this Marvin Gaye favorite. Cause when I get this feeling, I need sexual healing. Gordon Lightfoot will tug at your heartstrings and pierce your eardrums with Whitney Houston's most famous love song. Oh, no, no, no. Cheaper than a dozen roses, and you'll want to keep it around almost as long. It's Gordon Lightfoot sinks Valentine's Day. That's as close as uh, we're going to come to uh, celebrating the life of Happy Mother's Day of the late Mr. Lightfoot. (laughs) On the air, you gotta hear this. And controlled substances. This is R&I Talk Radio with a what the fuck difference. Featuring John Lightning. Hello, Carlson. Nice to see you. It's been a long time. You're just as racist 
The continuing genius of Rocky Mountain Mike. Yeah, Carlson won a he he won a route I didn't expect him to. I had him figured for YouTube well more likely Rumble, and he ends up on Twitter. He's now that tucking twat on Twitter, where he's already faced a uh, significantly diminished audience. Because once you're off the cable, you're effectively done. And of course, Elon both sides Musk welcomed him joyously. Yeah, he's not a right-leaning fascist at all. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Hey, some people collect Hitler memorabilia. This guy collects opinionated, right-wing conservative fascists and promotes them with his retweets. Is that how you say it? I, I can barely say it. I'm from Brooklyn. I blame my inability to speak well on having come from Brooklyn. It's a convenient excuse and an acceptable one. Yeah, fuck Elon. Yeah, self-made man on the millions that his old man's uh, <laughs> that his old man's diamond empire left him. To me, he's poor. Well, intellectually, definitely be rough in that area. Matter of fact, as the Jim Crow flies, he's an intellectually incontinent asshole too. I'm surprised we haven't seen him down at Moron Lago, uh, confabulating with the former guy. Oh well, plenty of time for that to come. I'm afraid. Radio with the free speech difference. I'm Mick Jagger, and this could be the most ridiculous show I've ever heard. The Extravaganza. Wonderful RNI. Could be? Are you serious? Could be? <laughs> All right, let's cue up that bed one more time because I love it so. Because there's more headlines coming right at you, Pally. I said I was going to discuss Deadbeat Dollar. Well, we'll do that a little later, but one of the uh, headlines that did catch my eye was the one about, well, one of the uh, online services I used to get uh, real news mentioned that CNN just a couple of days ago 
platform and indicted and found guilty sexual abuse criminal. But really got me. Uh, what really got me upset was that uh, the, uh, the the crowd, the very pro-Trump crowd, was laughing and cheering. He had a, an adoring live audience. And this ogre, again, currently has a seven-point polling lead over Uncle Joe. Be afraid. Be very afraid. Fuck me, man. It seems that being an authoritarian wannabe now surpasses programming coda as the most popular, the single most popular college degree program. And this news item is not a surprise. Steven Crowder has found out that he's 98% a douchebag, courtesy Ancestry.com. Like that needed confirmation, Stephen. And considering how swell things are going here on this spinning orb of intellectual incontinence, NASA is considering launching a spacecraft to knock a nearby asteroid into the path of Earth. Come on, giant media! And Republicans are pushing for a mass shooting condolence card section in every Walmart and Family Dollar and Dollar General stores. A section which, of course, will be located right next to the Thoughts and Prayers section. I like the joke cards in that section. You want to... Why? And did you hear that Fox News... You know I wouldn't make this shit up. Did you hear that Fox News interviewed Dylan Mulvaney? They gave him her whatever some air time to discuss his situation and the Bud Light brouhaha. And then they forced Dylan to use a bathroom at the pizzeria across the street from their studios. Motherfuckers, motherfuckers. And it wouldn't be an extravaganza without a mention of MTG. Yes, Marjorie Trailer Park Green said that rising sea levels could be prevented if only we'd stop dumping unused Viagra into the oceans. Hey, I find the news for you, pal, and it's not an easy task. And my desire to stay well-informed is usually at war with my desire to stay sane these days. Well, somewhere in the vicinity of sane. Yeah, that's what we're doing on R&I. Taking care of business. We're taking care of business on the Q, friend. Taking care of business. That's WBCQ. Taking care of business. Without working overtime. Taking care of business. I do that every other Sunday night. Taking care of business and working overtime. And uh, not working at all, Hollywood writers. Yeah, they're, uh, they're, they're still, still on strike. Although uh, those, of you that, uh, those of you that watch certain channels won't have to worry about that. Because, uh, well, for example, the strike will not affect the copy-paste function the Hallmark Channel uses to write its movies. <laughs> and sadly for you all, the writer's strike obviously has not affected... This show's edition of Headlines. 
Yeah, the headlines are as stupid as ever. And speaking as stupid, under pressure over ethics issues, the Supreme Court, yeah, circling its wagons because Chief Justice and Major, Major Disappointment Motherfucker, Motherfucker John Roberts has suggested relocating the courts 12 miles offshore. That's right. Let's get that Supreme Court out of Washington State. 12 miles offshore, eh? Hey, I'm all for that. If that location 12 miles offshore is in the Bermuda Triangle. Yeah, Mr. Citizens United. Oh, I know. I know Justice Kennedy wrote that decision, but John Roberts said, I'm cool with it. Albeit, not in so many words. But the key behind his tepid support of the ruling was that this doesn't get discussed much. When that decision came down, that decision mandated that all corporate political contributions be publicly acknowledged. Full disclosure was supposed to be required, which somehow never happened. Ah, that's America for you, Pally. Where democracy seems to be well past its expiration date. Wait a minute, what's that? What's that smell? Yep, democracy. Justice Department has announced the early release of dozens of mass shooters because it needed to do that to make room for a new wave of mass shooters, which by the way is probably currently in progress. And the Pope said this week that he will he will be allowing women to vote for the first time at a bishop's conference. That's right. That's where he said that. He said, now all women will be able to vote for the male bishop of their choice. Yeah. And after all, he knows everything because he's the big wheel at the Vatican. And revealed this week the late Jeffrey Epstein's private calendar, which mentions... Uh, among those that took trips to his uh, uh, pedophile island, it mentioned a former CIA chief, two well-known high-priced lawyers, a former White House counsel, a college president, and Norm Chomsky. Say it ain't so, Norm! Oh, by the way, it is rumored that they joined Prince Andrew, Bill Clinton, and Alan Dershowitz for the wildest and weirdest orgy since uh, since the days of the Roman Empire, I'd say. <laughs> or on a good Saturday night at the Tool Shed, New York City's premier gay men's hookup emporium. And that is one orgy I would not attend. No, no. Even if it included a dozen enslaved pony girls. Well, okay. That uh, that 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 might have made the fi- the flight worth it. Might have made it worth it because I could go for some ponytail, so to speak. And ah, uh, Fangul, Ted sends this along. Really, Ted? 
This, by the way, is enough reason to stop asking for email responses to the show. But all right, I'm going to read it. Hapless masochist that I am. According to Ted, earlier this week, a tornado ripped through a cemetery in Kansas. Aha, uh-huh. hundreds dead. All right, friends, do me a favor. Please don't write the show. Don't write the show, and I thank you. Ah, uh, yes, this is your extravaganza. <laughs> Well, I I can believe that he sent me that. And yeah, I guess I can believe that I read it. Uh, I'm not foolish, but uh, hey, it, it killed about 30 good seconds and what the fuck. Yeah, wowie. Hundreds dead. Good thing Greenwood Cemetery in Brooklyn is not in the tornado zone. Maybe in the Arctic zone as my mom is buried out. What? Yes, happy Mother's Day, Mom. That's right. I, I I didn't even take the time out to wish my very own long deceased mom a happy Mother's Day because she's dead and she wouldn't hear me wishing her a happy Mother's Day. By the way, do you know? Well, you are about to know that you could see the permafrost around her grave from space. What? Yeah, someone supposedly spotted a polar bear there recently. <laughs> New York International. This is RNI with the Lightning Guy. Oof. Uh. <laughs> Brooklyn's Greenwood Cemetery is one of New York City's most scenic and historic sites. And now it's fun for the whole family. Because we're now Six Flags Over Greenwood, the theme park cemetery with rides and attractions to die for. Six Flags Over Greenwood has something for everyone. Hey, kids, take a ride on the casket water slide and just try to make it through Dead Man's Curve. Enjoy our heated Olympic-sized pool. And feel it six feet undertow. And riptide. Ride our coffin carousel. You'll feel like you died and went to heaven on the whole roller coaster. And be sure to visit our For Lovers Only Catacombs, a great Fanalda hideaway. And enjoy our clean, spacious, eternal restrooms. But please, no wide stances. Visit the famous Criminals Burial Hill, a real murderer's row. And at Criminals Burials Hill, you can join our daily murder mystery case solving sessions, where the plot thickens. There's dining and dancing at Abracadabra's with the best in entertainment. Get headstoned at the Embalming Room Bar. And shake your bones to our favorite tribute band, the Rolling Tombstones. Corpsey the Clown is on site to entertain the kiddies. Hiya, kids, hiya. And on our big stage, hourly cremations. <laughs> the world famous Six Flags Over Greenwood. Read about us in the Daily Sun. A Hearst newspaper. And for fans of J.K. Rowling, visit our Harry Potter's field. Six Flags Over Greenwood. Simply the best. Six Flags Over Greenwood. We give all the other theme parks stiff competition. Oof, uh, it's radio, and it's too good to be on the radio. Driving along, singing a song with a friend. Oof, uh, wonderful R&I. <laughs> That uh, that that segment uh, began and ended with Mark doing an oofah and a rather robust one at that. And oh look, fucked up again. I'm three minutes late for the top of the hour. 
Ah, close enough for lightning work. At 6.160 megahertz, this is WBCQ, Monticello, Maine, America. Another foreign night broadcast from shortwave and internet. Yeah. You're on the Yeah, you know you're listening to Radio New York International when you hear a jingle, and then shortly after hearing that jingle, you hear another jingle. We've been working on the railroad. We're John Lightning. Well, we haven't been working on the railroad recently, thankfully. Steel rails, steel rails, still sing their lonesome song. But the times, times are moving on. Sacramento lullaby Hear the whistle where I lie Dreaming I was riding through the rain Hobo used to meet the Katie Almost caught that mystery lady But no one's coming down those tracks again Whistle stops where no one stops on the Iowa winter plains, but the big box store in South Sioux City is almost done. Highways roar to golden shores, twelve lane ribbons passing for the future, but the future ain't what it used to be. Steel rails, steel rails, still sing a lonesome song, but the time. Times are moving on Steel rails, steel rails Always sing your song But the times, times are moving on Granite hills and avalanche Above the Donner Pass again A hundred yards of boulder stopped the CP cold West was one with blood and bullets Letters forged and triggers pulled It only took a hundred years to pacify Drifters out in Santa Cruz When they get them cosmic blues They know where to take their worried mind Cook your bacon on the tracks Wooden trestle lay on back Dig that California sky Steel rails, steel rails Still sing the lonesome song But the time Times are moving on Steel rails, steel rails Always sing your song 
listening to John P. Lightning on Radio New York International. And right now, you're listening to... You're listening to... Wait a minute, who is this? Oh, that's right. Mike Havens. Mike Havens. Still round. Hazel sunshine round the bend. Winding through the trees like a river in the wind. I don't mind. Not knowing what lies down the track. Cause I'm looking out ahead to keep my mind from turning I've got this thing for uh, bluegrass music for the longest time now, and every now and then I need a nice set of it, and that set goes out to all the railroad bums who uh, don't listen to the A Little Bit of Everything Radio Extravaganza. As, as, uh, as one of my old railroad friends did say to me relatively recently, he said, after having worked for you for 30 years and having had to listen to you for 30 years, you really think I want to spend my Sunday nights listening to you again? <laughs> yeah, the only time they, uh, they had to listen to me on Sunday nights is if we were working overtime jobs. Something else I don't do. The only overtime I put in is here for you on WBCQ where I put in plenty of overtime to see to it that the show you know is the A Little Bit of Everything Radio Extravaganza is passable. And, of course, I am John Lightning, and you are listening to the best radio show, the best variety show on the radio ever. Where I've 
got two or five more headlines and, and headlines to share with you. Hello? Can I get out of here yet? Oh, no. I've got to do another 45 minutes of radio. And interestingly enough, tonight, I'm looking forward to it, pal. Well, still trying to increase its LGBTQ sales, Anheuser-Busch, more like Alzheimer's Bush of late, they're introducing new Bud Light in the Loafers beer. All right, I await your headline, fucko. Dig it, Dave. And, oh my goodness, this is, uh, this is bad. Experts are warning of a huge baby oil shortage. A baby oil shortage. Now that yours truly, John P. Lightning, has access to a huge stash of uncirculated pony girl porn. And Fox News is now auditioning demigods. (laughs) Yeah, hey all you demigods, get out there right now. I saw the ad in Variety. And by the way, I do believe Ben Shapiro sent in his resume. Matt Walsh also sent in. (laughs) Yeah, good luck going up against, uh, good luck going up against Matt Walsh, Tim Pool, and the likes of Steve Bannon. I'm sure they all, all had their resumes in right now. I'm going to read this one even though I know I should. Because this is an actual headline. A stolen prosthetic arm was discovered in a second-hand shop. Didn't make that up! And RFK Jr. has gotten a key endorsement this week. That's right. Sahara Sahara. Sahan Sahan. I can't even I, I can't even get his name right tonight. And I know his middle name. I bet you don't, huh? It's uh, Bishara. Sahan Bishara Sahan. All right, now that I under-impressed you with that. <laughs> it's time for Jim McCarty and Duke Robillard to provide the instrumental backing to the remnants of tonight's edition of Headlines. A Michelin star chef this week, and I don't know what the chef's name is because I don't research the show that well, shocked fans with a plan to add, oh boy, a semen-based dish to his menu. Beef jerky off, I presume. (laughs) I hear it's a tad salty. After all, Semen does taste salty. Uh, so I'm told. So I'm told. And President Biden's approval rating is now at, damn, 36%. Which puts him below Trump, DeSantis, the Supreme Court, and Coldplay. Yeah, Coldplay's not only a band... But, well, that's what my father used to call foreplay with my mom. (laughs) And this headline 
definitely related. Good old Uncle Joe has sent 1,500 U.S. troops to the border, yeah, to uh, help register all those new Democratic voters that are coming across. And speaking of down Southland, 18,000 cows were killed in a fire at a Texas ranch. 18,000! I can't imagine. I can't imagine the size of this ranch having that many cows and they all died in the fire. Man, that had to be one motherfucker, motherfucker of a place. And this, of course, having occurred in Texas. <laughs> well, instead of using water to put it out, they used barbecue sauce. Mmm, so good. And Ted Cruz stated that he will be withholding his 2024 endorsement until he hears every candidate's stance on just how ugly his wife is. And Robert De Niro, you might have heard, uh, his wife gave birth to a child. Yep, he fathered a child, and he's 79. I mean, really, most sperms swim, but his needed a walker and a fucking stair lift. That's right, you know what to do, fucko. And speaking of 79, well, this person was 79. We should have mentioned that Jerry Springer, controversial daytime talk show host, did die also at the age of 79. And by the way, in lieu of flowers, the family has asked that people just hit each other over the head with chairs in his memory. And uh, President Biden, I almost forgot to mention, he wished everybody Happy Father's Day in his touching, heartfelt Mother's Day message earlier today. Yeah. He said, uh, he said Mother's Day always makes the hairs on his legs stand up. And this is good news. Diane Feinstein is retiring from politics. But pal, that does not mean, no, it does not mean she's going to be out of the public eye. Because she is now set to host the new Tales from the Crypt reboot. Ah, thank, thank you, you boys. You so no, 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 no. Thank you. Thank you for that. How about a big hand for Duke? Give it up. Woo! In the Motor City. The one and only. Yes, indeed. Yeah, uh, poor, uh, poor, poor Uncle Joe. I mean, he, you know, he, he, he's taking shit despite having uh, some actual accomplishments. And uh, somebody that mentioned him this week uh, was uh, Brian Tyler Cohen. Uh, one of those, uh, one, one of those uh, internet podcasters, uh, an internet podcaster whose podcast I generally enjoy, probably because politically I agree with him, and also because uh, he has good guests on his podcast. Uh, one of them being, uh, what's his name now? 
Good heavens. See, this is a... The Alzheimer's is setting in. I'm telling you, it's definitely setting in. That's right. Glenn Kirshner. Glenn Kirshner is a regular on his podcast. So if you're a Glenn Kirshner fan and you've uh, never watched any of Brian Tyler Cohen's work on YouTube, uh, type in his name. Uh, for now, uh, this is uh, all the Brian Tyler Cohen you're going to get to hear as part of your extravaganza. CNN torched its reputation for pretty middling viewership numbers. And look, Anderson Cooper isn't wrong that Trump may certainly become president again. I don't want anybody to walk away from this thinking that that isn't a possibility because it is, and a good one at that. But let's not also pretend that the media doesn't play a huge role in why that is such a good possibility. So often, the media's coverage is about the Trump spectacle over actual substance. How many news networks covered legislative accomplishments over these last two years? How many Americans know what the American Rescue Plan is, or the Inflation Reduction Act, or that Biden signed the first gun safety bill in 30 years into law, or the PACT Act, or the CHIPS Act, or that he created more jobs in two years than any other president in American history has ever created even in four years, or that we have a near record low unemployment rate right now. I get that the 10 car pileup that is Donald Trump makes for good TV, but the coverage of him is being done at the expense of informing Americans. And given the fact that demagogues like Trump exploit ignorance, they're actually serving him and his interests quite well. Ah, that is sure true, Pally. In these uncertain times, there's always one thing you can rely on. Yeah? Hard drugs. This is Radio New York International. Sundays with John Lightning. Perhaps my favorite voiceover guy, Mark Yoshimoto Nemkov. Uh, and uh, those of you uh, that responded uh, to his uh, website, uh, I, I thank you for going there, going to the Microphone Assassin uh, YouTube page. Actually, I shouldn't say website, his, uh, his YouTube page and uh, watching his videos. I appreciate it and he appreciates it. And he's just an all around good guy. And uh, we got a good response about the interview we did with him last show because uh, he's a really interesting guy. And uh, we will have him back. Of course, you know, the way I invite people back, we'll probably have them back in, you know, 10 or 15 years. Hold on, just the thought that I might be doing this, that I might still be doing this in 10 or 15 years. Now I've gone and scared the shit out of myself. <laughs> Shortwave and internet, you're on the planet. Another hour of planet power, power, power. No, it is not another hour. There's barely 35 minutes left to the show you know is the extravaganza. I'll just have one or two more headlines left to share with you. And this is definitely local news. Passengers reported this week riding on a fresh and clean-smelling New York City subway car. And of course, that's prompted an investigation. We'll get to the bottom of this, Mayor Adams said. <laughs> and somehow, I do not doubt him this time. Yeah, getting the important shit done, the really important shit, that's job one for Mayor Moron. And the man voted by his high school graduating class as most likely to be crushed to death trying to steal a catalytic converter 
died this week when he was crushed by a car while trying to steal its catalytic converter. There you have it, Polly. That's all the news you did not need. But I still felt it was my duty to bring to you, as I am John P. Lightning, and this is still your The Little Bit of Everything Extravaganza. That's right, it's your extravaganza, because I sure as fuck ain't taking blame for this show. That's Marshall Crunchyroll behind me. And now I'm going to get out of his way. By the way, you're, you're, you're right, Sal. Uh, who can afford rents in this city anymore? I, re- I remember when I was getting for those uh, big 500 square foot apartments I was renting out. I, I, I can recall the high rent in my building for that apartment about 15 or so years ago was $500. Now you couldn't, you couldn't rent out the bathroom in that place for $500. Although one can rent an apartment in Manhattan if you live in it with at least six other people. I mean, the prices are ridiculous. Uh, yes, it's, it's uh, three bedrooms, two baths, uh, there's in-building laundry service, and security cameras, all for a nifty $6,600 a month. Sign here, please. And all for the joy for the joy of non-ownership of the space that you call home. Well, the space you call home, at least until the lease is up. And uh, don't get me wrong, the likes of I should be grateful for what I've got. And uh, actually, I am. Yeah. That the likes of me owns his own home what a lucky motherfucker, motherfucker. Because my good fortune is something at times I realize I truly do not appreciate enough. And the likelihood that any kids of mine... No, I don't have none, thankfully. But if I did, well... They'd be living in my basement. Which is actually more of a cellar than a basement. Because it has a low roof, it's totally unfinished and unheated. Not that I would let any kids of mine live in my basement. I mean, just where will I store all my vinyl and CDs and recording tapes and bondage gear if I allowed that, huh? Fuck that. Hey, kid, here's an Amazon gift card. Go buy yourself a tent. And, oh, yes, also, uh, here's some cash. You should consider moving to Portland. I'm not going anywhere, at least for the next half hour, because that's what's left in this edition of your extravaganza. Yeah. I often wonder if, if, if Port... Well, not often. Uh, well, well, for the purposes of the show, I found myself wondering, is Portland a harbinger of what America's future is going to be? Is, is America going to become one long, rolling homeless camp? Or will all big cities... Have avenues like Kensington Avenue in Philadelphia. And if you're not familiar with it, again, that's what YouTube is for. 
go on YouTube and type in Kensington Avenue and watch the uh, videos. You know, people drive up Kensington Avenue in their vehicles, hopefully with the windows up. And uh, there's a <coughs> elevated line that runs the length of Kensington Avenue. And also running the length of Kensington Avenue are brutally damaged people. People, uh, they're, they're zombies. They're, they're barely able to stand up. They're whacked out on, on drugs. Uh, I, I forget the name of these drugs, but essentially what they're using uh, uh, is animal tranquilizers. You know, they're, they're consuming the, the, the types of, uh, of drugs that are normally made to tranquilize elephants. <laughs> And you can see them, you know, uh, shooting up, licking their open sores, and of course trying to bum up enough money for a slice of pizza. Oh, I actually, fuck the pizza. <laughs> enough money to buy more tranks, more tranks. And of course, we often are derisive of that sad lot. And we're often derisive of people in third world countries, and I often wonder why. Because many areas in this country very well replicate third world countries. Yeah, my mama may not have raised any stupid children. Okay, some cold ones. (laughs) And also, for many moms, I'm sure many moms have raised some unmotivated, depressed, poorly educated children. And I'm sure many of those children are rightfully disappointed. Rightfully disappointed and disgusted with a nation and a system that always rewards the wealthy and always at the expense of we who carry them, who carry them with our labors. Unless we're too drunk up to, to labor. <laughs> All those drinks will do that to you. Yes, have a nice day. Fuck off. I may not want to have a nice day. I don't want to have a nice day. Take your nice and shove it up your ass, motherfucker, motherfucker. i <laughs> I keep doing that to that. I'm thinking I've got Samuel Jackson, uh, Samuel L. Jackson on the brain. I mean, things could be worse than that. You college motherfuckers think y'all run everything. Motherfucker, 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 You stupid motherfucker. I'm a lad farmer, motherfucker. Yours truly, Johnny Lightning. Motherfucker. Yes, that's I, the Lightning Guy, and you are listening to John P. Lightning on Planet Radio, WBCQ, where I haven't received an email in at least a half hour now. And of course, unless you send it real soon, it'll never make it on the air, uh, because it's uh, getting late in the show, and I have a lot more I'd like to discuss with you, and maybe I'll even get to some of that. Uh, Ted writes in to say, uh, wow, John. Uh, two, two, two plus hours into the show, and you've only mentioned Dylan Mulvaney once. <laughs> Actually, I think I, I, I mentioned Dylan Mulvaney twice. And I guess I've perhaps spent a tad too much airtime uh, 
discussing trans issues in recent programs, but it's been in the news, so that's why I did it. But, you know, this this not uniquely American situation, is that the word I'm looking for? No, it's not. Uh, the rise in transgenderism and the fact that more and more people seem to be coming out as trans and more and more people are uncertain of their sexuality or of what gender they wish to identify as. I stated that I believe that's true because it's become fashionable to be transgendered. And we, for the most part, consider this to be a relatively recent development in our country. Well, leave it up to the folks at Monty Python. Mm-hmm. The, Mon- the Monty Pythoners, as I call them. Back in 1970, when their film The Life of Brian was released, they apparently foresaw this long before anybody knew it was going to be a thing. That it is the unalienable right of every man or woman, or woman to rid himself or herself. Or herself. Agreed. Thank you, brother. Or sister. Or sister. Where was I? I think you finished. Oh, right. Furthermore, it is the birthright of every man or woman. Why don't you shut up about women, Stan? You're putting us off. Women have a perfect right to play a part in our movement, Reg. Why are you always on about women, Stan? I want to be one. <laughs> what? I want to be a woman. From now on, I want you all to call me Loretta. What? It's my right as a man. Oh, why do you want to be Loretta, Stan? I want to have babies. You want to have babies? <laughs> it's every man's right to have babies if he wants them. But you can't have babies! Don't you oppress me. I'm not <laughs> oppressing you, Stan. You haven't got a womb. Where's the fetus going to just take? You're going to keep it in a box? <laughs> Here, I've got an idea. Suppose you agree that he can't actually have babies, not having a womb, which is nobody's fault, not even the Romans, yep. but that he can have the right to have babies. Good idea, Judith. We shall fight the oppressors for your right to have babies, brother. Sister. Sorry. What's the point? What? What's the point of fighting for his right to have babies when he can't have babies? It is symbolic of our struggle against oppression. Symbolic of his struggle against reality. <laughs> to bookmark us at johnlightning.com. Yeah, and it's the sole purview of Republicans to remind you that transgenderism is bad and that it needs to be outlawed. That's another one of of those bright, shiny objects of the culture war that Republicans use to trick people. And they're really, really proficient at it. And it's all culture war nonsense. It's a diversion. See, the culture war serves as a distraction. It's used to keep people from having to face reality. Reality. And we, the people, having to consider real issues, uh, needing to consider real systemic societal problems, uh, we have to engage with reality. Because 
if those situations and problems are not addressed, it could result in real, serious, and bad consequences for America. You know, the greatest generation, as, as we call those who uh, came of age in the 40s, they lived through the horror of autocratic rule. Those folks witnessed what the Nazis did to Germany and the world. They knew of the evil. They knew why such evil had to be defeated regardless of the cost. But today, many of us seem to desire such rule. And it's obvious to me because we embrace politicians who desire, who crave authoritarian control. That be Donald anyone? And too many of us are too fucking stupid uh, that we're, we're ready to hand over to wannabe despots control of our republic, which would thereby do in the democracy most of us take for granted. Because this democracy can be taken away. And very openly and blatantly. And can be because we'll be the assholes that allowed it. We'll allow it with our shitty choices of leaders. But the culture war, the culture war frauds make a decent, caring, people-oriented politician such as AOC look to be the problem. And yeah, AOC is another imperfect representative of this imperfect union. But they make her out to be some kind of dangerous dummy while embracing the likes of MTG, who should have those Jewish space lasers trained on the Constitution that she wants to eliminate. This dim denizen of our political depths, who wants the Bible to be our guide, not the Constitution. And of course, she also wants Trump to be our godhead, leading us into calamity, I'd say. And as I also say, and likely all too frequently, that shit works. Scaring people works. The deception works. Tell the people who to hate and why, why, why they have to be hated. And all too often, you'll get their support. Because the facts and the truth are impotent when facing off against well-presented fears. And again, man, by seven percentage points, we seem positioned to perhaps allow back into the Oval Office the man who wanted to end our republic by doing away with free elections, by not accepting his obvious loss because a God-man cannot lose, else he lose face too. Pal, to allow the man who not who who, who was uh, unable to concede his defeat, to allow that motherfucker, motherfucker, a second chance to polish off the last remnants of our freedom, the man who would make voting irrelevant and meaningless, that is to capitulate to the wealthy and the powerful, the last vestiges of our democracy. And uh, a few states run by Republicans, are already trying to put into place laws that would 
allow them to overturn the results of elections that they have problems with. No, I'm not shitting you about this. Google search it. Such possibilities were thought to be impossible before Deadbeat Donald came along. Mr. Law and Order, who was always saying, fuck law and order, fuck the rules of law, fuck the rules of peaceful transition of power that has made America truly unique among democracies. The rules that have kept us a democracy. No, pal, this is a man who would kidnap and murder our democracy if given another chance to rule. Because he will do that if we allow him another chance to bully us, to bully us with fear and lies, with bluster and bullshit. And we just cannot allow that because that could end this nation's run. This nation's run as the nation most of the rest of the world aspires to be like in many ways. So I'm not happy to see his voters as simple Simon motherfuckers. No, I really don't want to. Because these people are so wrong, so ignorant, they've been so taken in that I, I, I don't want to look at them negatively, particularly as some of them are people I call family and friends. But I do make for a lousy phony. And I realize at times that it may get to a point in the not that distant future, where I may have to shed family and friends if they are actively aiding and abetting this Cretan's efforts to destroy America by their support of him. Now, this guy out there publicly hugging the flag, talking, God bless America. This most ungodly man, perhaps the most ungodly man in government now, save for those that are atheists and, of course, would never admit to it. And when deadbeat Donald states, God bless America, I guess what he's really saying is, bless me. Bless me, because I am God. You're God. You're almighty leader. And, okay, I, I can understand you looking at him as the person you want to vote for because you don't like Democrats. But don't be an asshole. Do not allow yourself to vote back into power this anomaly, this aberration, this assault upon decency, order, and uh, common sense. And, yeah, you'll be hearing this rap again and again because like any rap I do uh, or like, like the ones I do about guns and mass shootings, I guess I can rest for a few shows between now and the election by just replaying this rap, because it will still be true, it will still be relevant, and still be the thing I truly do need to fear, that being his return to power. So, do not enable that in any way. If you have friends that love him, ask them why, and then point out to them why they shouldn't love him, Free and fair elections are still a thing in this country. And the peaceful transfer of power, again, that's what has set America aside. It's truly unique 
among nations. And he tried to end such. Do not enable him in, in any way. And yes, you would be enabling him if you do not point out to friends that support him the error of their way. And if you are decent at all, at all, and you have enabled him in the past, don't be a motherfucker, motherfucker, and enable him again. Because that would be unforgivable. And yeah, I might even miss you, or at least miss the person you were, but say la vie. Happy Mother's Day, everybody! Yeah, you think I forgot about Mother's? Yeah, Happy Mother's Day until the Restrict Act, <coughs> excuse me, outlaws happiness. Or some of the internet happiness we have now. Yeah, maybe we will discuss it more in the next show. I mean, you know, uh, internet happiness, people gone as such in a variety of ways. And I know for most people that means porn. Yeah, it means porn. What? Pony girls and por- pony ponygirlsandperil.com has been taken down. There's a limit to what I'll tolerate, goddammit. And probably what you'll tolerate from John P. Lightning on the Q WBCQ, where the little bit of everything radio extravaganza continues unabated, uncensored, and uh and uh and it's unreal. It's just unreal. We hope we die before we get old. Wonderful RNI. Counter Country Radio. And uh, if you did not watch the Trump Town Hall, I did not. Not live, you know. I, that's what the internet's for. Go in there and get the low lights of it. Uh, here for you are a few of the many lies Donald Trump issued forth as factual during uh, during his uh, his uh, his televised live campaign rally because that's what it really was. Millions of votes, and all you have to do is take a look at government cameras. You'll see them people going to twenty eight different voting booths to vote to put in seven ballots apiece. No, no, untrue, fucko, untrue. I never met this woman. Uh-huh, yeah, also not true. They could kill the baby in the ninth month or after the baby was born. Wait, wait, that, that's the worst of them all. You know, he, he's now, he, he is now spreading the, the rumor of post-birth abortions, which cannot be a thing. I did finish the wall. Uh, I did finish the wall. Wait. I did finish the wall. I did finish the wall. Yeah, about 52 miles worth of it, fuck off. We don't have ammunition for ourselves right now. We don't have ammunition for ourselves. We're giving away so much. Uh-huh. Of course, that's also not true. Yes, we're giving so much aid to the Ukraine that we've left ourselves without ammunition. Anybody that believes that... Well, I, I would think about the only people that could believe that would be hardcore Trump Tards. If I'm president, I will have that war settled in one day, 24 hours. Yeah. Uh-huh, sure, of course. I don't know. Well, he might be able to do that after he uh, he, he turns over the, the, the country in total to Vladimir Putin. He had boxes sent to Chinatown, Chinatown, where they don't speak even English in that Chinatown we're talking about. 
well, what the fuck are you talking about? Of course, what he was referring to there are the boxes and boxes. Oh, you didn't know about them? The boxes and boxes of highly classified documents that Joe Biden, Joe Biden took with him. Not Barack Obama. Joe Biden took with him. And probably Obama too. But Joe Biden took him to Chinatown. Where this Chinatown is, what the Chinatown is, we do not know. But of course, it has to be Chinatown because uh, China. And people in that hall listened to him and laughed and applauded at his stupidity, at his foolishness. Uh, unless you're a very stupid person, you see what happens. A lot of the people, <laughs> a lot of the people in this audience, and maybe a couple that don't, but most people uh, understand what happened. That was a rigged election. It, it was not a rigged election. It was not a stolen election. You and your supporters lost more than 60 court cases. But we have a big problem in this country. We have we, we wanted elections, to give you a chance to we have elections that were horrible. If you look at what happened in Pennsylvania, Philadelphia, if you look at what happened in Detroit, Michigan, she was about 60 years old. And this is like 22, 23 years ago. I met her in the front door of Bergdorf Goodman. I was immediately attracted to her. And she was immediately attracted to me. And we had this great chemistry. We're walking into a crowded department, sir. We had this great chemistry, and a few minutes later, we end up in a, a room, a dressing room, of Bergdorf Goodman, right near the cash register. This is, this is funny to these people. This is funny to these people. I don't, I, I, I don't understand how it could be. I'm sorry, folks. I, I don't get it. We have a big problem in this country. We have we, we elections, to to we have elections that were horrible. If you look at what happened in Pennsylvania, Philadelphia, if you look at what happened in Detroit, Michigan... Had this great chemistry. We're walking into a crowded department, sir. We had this great chemistry, and a few minutes later, we end up in a a room, a dressing room, of Bergdorf Goodman, right near the cash register. And then she found out there were locks on the door. So she said, "I found one that was open." She found one. She learned this at trial. She found one that was open. What kind of a woman meets somebody and brings them up, and within minutes, you're playing hanky-panky in a dressing room. Okay? Oh, that's so funny, Mr. Former President. I don't know if he was, he was married then or not. John Johnson, I feel sorry for you, John but Johnson. Mr. President, you held on to those documents when you knew the federal government was seeking them and then had given you a subpoena to return them. Are you them. ready? Are you ready? Can I talk? Yeah, what's the mind? answer? Can I, do you mind? I would like for you to answer the question. Okay, it's very simple to answer. That's why I asked it. It's very simple to You're a nasty person, I'll tell you. Imagine that. He calls this woman that's trying to moderate him a nasty person, and the crowd reacts with laughter and applause. Laughter and applause. Despicable, low-life rodents, each and every one of them. But uh, she was in a, a, a no-win situation. There's, there's no one that can moderate him. Every time she attempted to say, that's wrong, or that's not true, or that's a lie, he just kept steamrolling over her because that's his methodology. It works, and why would he not continue to do what works for him? One of the people who was formerly in his employ, who managed to turn turn himself around, maybe because he really wants to atone for his sins, or maybe because he realized that uh, that this is this is this is the only way out of uh, of 
of, of a lifetime in which he will never be considered as as relevant, meaningful, or trustworthy by the rest of the public ever again was his former personal lawyer. And that, of course, is Michael Cohen. And uh, I always enjoy his take on deadbeat Donald. I would rather see, Ben, our country burned down because he's not the president right now than to turn around to say the intelligent, logical, future presidential thing to say. I never want to see the United States default on debt. But he is a classless ass clown. (laughs) The deficit under Donald Trump increased by more than $7 trillion because the tax cuts for the wealthy, he had no way to pay for his tax cuts for the billionaires. Meanwhile, President Biden, who, by the way, by the time Biden got into office, 97% of all debt was accrued before Biden ever got in to the White House. We don't have ammunition for ourselves right now. We don't have ammunition for ourselves. We're giving away so much. But here's the thing. I have to say it to start off. No longer matters. If I were president, this would have never happened. And even the Democrats admit that. What? Putin knew it would have never happened. And his pipeline would have never happened. A lot of things would have never happened. But this Which would Democrats never have happened. That, and all those- no, this is someone no, who no, is, no, of no, course, no, running no, for president. Did, did, did you hear what, what, what she tried to say in the background there? She said, uh, na- uh, can, can you name those Democrats? And, of course, he just kept rolling and rolling on because there is not a single Democrat. That, uh, that, that, that would agree with that statement of his. Not a fucking one of them, pal. We don't have ammunition for ourselves right oh, now. We cut don't it have out. How do you know Donald is lying? It's because his lips are moving. When we had our economy rocking and rolling just prior to COVID coming in, like literally, we were making a fortune. And oil, we were going to make so much money from oil, we were going to start paying off debt. But then with COVID coming in, we had to do other things. We had to keep this country alive because it was so serious. You once said that using the, that using the debt ceiling as a negotiating wedge uh, just could not happen. You, you said that when sure. you were in the That's Oval Office. I was president. So, so why is it different now that you're out of office? Because now I'm not president. <laughs> there you have it. There you have it. The, the ultimate in hypocrisy. Listen, listen to that exchange one more time. You once said that using the that using the debt ceiling as a negotiating wedge uh, just could not happen. You you said that when sure. you were in the That's Oval when Office. I was president. So, so why is it different now that you're out of office? Because now I'm not president. <laughs> and they laugh and applaud. They laugh and applaud. <sighs> I want to be optimistic about America, but a short term. It's almost impossible for one to be. Let's close out the show uh, with some comments by uh, Ari Melba, uh, who is uh, probably uh, probably the, the only host on MSNBC that uh, that I I like virtually uh, unequivocally, and it's not only because he's a deadhead, uh, but who else other than Ari Melba would mention sativa weed in a rap? This is someone who is, of course running for president right now, but surrounded by investigations and his own trials. The Jack Smith probe, after netting that big sedition win today. The classified documents probe, which is still an open question, including possible obstruction of justice. The civil rape trial that we mentioned, that goes to the jury next week. The civil fraud case in New York. An open criminal election probe in Georgia. And the criminal trial of former President Trump in New York, with a schedule now for that. In our justice system, will Donald Trump 
actually meet his day in court for any of this. The king of scandals, President Donald Trump. The Trump arrest was like a pot brownie you ate four hours ago. And you're like, hmm, do I feel justice? This don't feel like justice. Hmm. Let me try one of them Georgia arraignment brownies. Maybe that'll hit. Okay, that one's that's got some kick to it. Roy Wood Jr. with the punchlines that deal in facts. I'd never heard anyone compare one of Donald Trump's ongoing cases, let alone his criminal arrest, to a pot brownie in whether it hit or needed more time or hit different than you expected. The joke, which is legal in many states, but not all, the joke is that we heard so much about what it would actually be like when Donald Trump was finally arrested, finally in a criminal courtroom, finally being arraigned. One thing that people could agree on, regardless of whether they disagree about Donald Trump, is the punchline of Mr. Wood's joke. Did it even hit that hard? Mr. Wood is super sharp, as so many comedians are. I have the impression he's been kind of in these dinner table conversations his whole life. Um, how about the joke that he makes, the punchline that, you know what? A month later, it's like, was it even a big deal that Trump got arrested? How does that work in law and life? Is that good or bad? Um, and to finish the allegory, uh, should America be waiting for the more potentially severe sativa strain of a Georgia brownie? <laughs> well, I'm waiting for it because when that strain is available, I'll... Uh, I'll I'll buy at least an ounce, maybe a pound, if it's legal for me to buy that much. Well, it's not legal for me to stay on the air here anymore because WBCQ has to move on to, uh, to other scheduled programming. So that's it, folks. That's a wrap on this week's edition of You're the Little Bit of Everything Radio Extravaganza. I'll be back in two weeks. Next week at johnlightning.com, Dave the Boogeyman, and uh, L.F. Midwood. I, 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 I don't know if he did a show last night, and I don't know if he'll be doing one for quite some time now because he's moving on down to Texas. But uh, I'm going to continue to be here on the Allistatin, bringing you your extravaganza. Until we reconvene in two weeks, thank you for listening. Good health, good luck, and uh, goodbye, Pally. Show's over. Come and get me, Mom. I'm through. And we love you. Hasta la vista, baby. The show is over. I gotta go. Show, show is, is over. over. I gotta go. Try, the show try yourself Jerry. once. If you just take yeah, the show is over. I gotta go. go. <laughs> Jerry. The show is over. We gotta go. The show is over. We gotta go. Now, show is over. We gotta go. Show is over. We gotta go. Bye, y'all. Mama! Kiss Melissa like you kiss mommy.